Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Right, of course, we've been following the story and trying to figure out the influence of Qatar in the negotiations for the freeing of the hostages, uh, because definitely they're playing a very important role. We just saw the International Red Cross as well going to Qatar before she went to Gaza and all of a sudden barely even mentioned the hostages. So definitely there is the sense that strings are being pulled from Qatar. What is the influence of the Saudi deal? Very, very interesting to try and figure all of this out. What is really happening behind the scenes? Professor F. Avraham Inbar is the president of the Jerusalem Institute for Strategy and Security. A very, very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Good morning to you. I'm fine. Good, good. Lovely to speak to you again. So the uh, the, the the influence of Qatar uh, in the negotiations around the hostages was very significant, and we saw that. Uh, I can't remember which day it was. Hamas was seen to be playing games. Maybe it was day two, and all of a sudden we saw Qatar saying no more. And then the next thing is it was resolved. How 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 much control do they have of this situation? Qatar uh, is uh, uh, an ally of uh, uh, radical Islam, the Muslim Brotherhood in the in the Middle East, and they are uh, to some extent the banker of uh, of Hamas. Uh, not only that, they host the political leadership of Hamas in their territory, and uh, so this is the source of their leverage on Hamas. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's the, what do Qatar gain from it? Is it because of their ideology or is there something else in it for them? Uh, obviously, uh, they are uh, uh, ideologically mm. helping uh, Hamas. Uh, we shouldn't forget uh, that they own Al Jazeera, which is mm-hmm. uh, a very popular TV station uh, in the Middle East, and uh, this station is uh, a propaganda tool for uh, radical Islam uh, in uh, in the Middle East. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting because yet somehow they still are trying to uh, be more acceptable to the rest of the world, almost as though there's a line that of maybe it's of, maybe it's obviously it's just about optics, but there seems to be a line that they don't cross. And and that way they allow themselves to still be seen as a potential partner in this negotiation. How do you think they manage that? Uh, they indeed try to endear themselves uh, to in certain Western quarters, we shouldn't forget that they are, uh, you know, buying uh, football teams. Uh, they are uh, giving mm. money to uh, American and other universities. Well. Mm. So uh, they use their money to uh, gain goodwill and at the same time uh, to be an agent for radical Islam, hoping to get away with it because uh, they have the money. What is the relationship with Iran? Qatar is uh, playing with Iran, of course. It's close to Iran. I can understand them. It's a small country. Uh, 
and uh, Iran is a very threatening, it's a large country, uh, and uh, they are uh, also uh, helping Iran, uh, helping uh, the Taliban, uh, and uh, they are uh, uh, able to resist American pressure uh, because they built a, a large uh, air base, that's the largest base in, American base in uh, in the Middle East, uh, I would date, and this is uh, something that Americans appreciate. The Americans don't pay a penny for for this uh, installation. Uh, so again, no, they well, yeah, try to get away with a lot of things by by paying. Right. I mean, it's 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 a strange thing that the U.S. would allow a a military base there, knowing that the agendas are. In fact, it's the it's the very opposite of all of their values. It's what the United States, with Western as a Western democracy, is actually fighting against. How how, how would it ever transpire that they would be able to set up a military base in the area? Uh, if you get something from free as a gift, you don't always ask too many questions. <laughs> and uh, the American foreign policy uh, quite often displays a lot of naivete. Mm, mm. Yeah, and, uh, and in terms of Qatar and Saudi Arabia? <laughs> we should not forget that uh, Saudi Arabia is other Gulf countries. Uh, tried uh, to ostracize Qatar hmm. uh, for, for uh, over a year, and uh, they were not successful. Uh, Qatar uh, mobilized the Turkish forces who were sent to Qatar to defend it, and uh, having a large uh, money reserve helped them to uh, overcome the campaign of isolation against it. Can Qatar emerge from this conflict as the country that hosts and provides shelter for Hamas, who uh, very, very clearly, as you've mentioned, uh, funds Al Jazeera? Can they emerge from this conflict as they went into it? Or has their reputation here been damaged in terms of how they are viewed by Western democracies? Um, this is a question I really cannot answer because the crisis is not over and uh, I'm afraid that uh, their money will buy uh, goodwill and uh, their uh, flirting with terrorist organizations and being a voice for radical Islam will be forgiven for the right amount of money. Yep, unfortunately, I think you're right. That was Professor Ephraim Inbar, President of Jerusalem Institute for Strategy and Security, talking about the influence of Qatar. It is 8.54. I'm Howard Feldman. Good morning.